Have you ever sponsored an event or joined an organization and then after the fact wondered, did I do the right thing? Did I evaluate this in a way that makes sense both financially as well as aligning with my goals, values, the overarching purpose of my business? I'm sure you've done this. I think we all have at some point. So today I'm tackling that conversation and giving you some practical tips and ideas on how to be able to better evaluate those decisions before you make them. It is a simplified approach. I know that there are a lot of variables that can come into play as we evaluate any decision that we make for our business, but here is a place to start. Imagine how your life and business would look if both were aligned with your purpose. You would find clarity and confidence in decision-making, set boundaries to keep you focused, and take intentional actions which move you closer to achieving personal and professional goals. Your host, Amy Austin, is a successful entrepreneur, coach, speaker, and brand strategist. With marketing and branding experience spanning over 20 years for service industries such as healthcare, software, and entertainment, Amy guides you and your business towards uncovering your purpose and the true foundation of your brand and brings it to life in marketing strategies that educate, engage, and empower. The Pursuit of Purpose explores how to put your unique purpose to work, building an authentic and successful service-driven brand. Each week, Amy will bring you practical advice to help you live your life and grow your business with purpose. I don't know about you, but I am seeing a lot of conversation about attending conferences, joining organizations, considering sponsorships for events locally, regionally, nationally. I don't know if it's just the time of year or if it's just I have a heightened awareness to it because I've been thinking about this topic as part of this podcast, but there's a lot of opportunities out there for us to be able to do any of those things. But when you stop and think about it, what's the purpose of your attendance at any of them? Why are you there? And how does it fit into the overall scope of your business, the intention of your business, and how does it fit within your budget? Know how it fits within the bigger scheme of what it is that you need to do in order to remain solvent in your business. Don't go and buy a bunch of courses or join a bunch of organizations if you know you aren't going to get something back out of it that's going to be valuable and help move your progress forward. We've all been there. We've all bought courses that we've never taken and we've all joined organizations that you found out later were not quite what it is that you thought they were would be or didn't contribute to you or your personal or professional development in the way that you'd hoped it would. I get that. We all do that. But what I really want to challenge you to do today is look at what is it that you hope to get from it. What's the purpose behind the organization that you're considering joining and how does it align with your purpose, with your values, and how can it help you while in turn you are able to help that organization? So I want to challenge you to think about that. And I've put together a worksheet that I've used to help clients kind of evaluate whether or not some of these opportunities are really worth your time and energy. So as I said, the first thing that you need to think about, or one of the first things, is just what is that total investment? And being aware of how does it fit within your overarching budget and whether or not you can afford to do it. 
I want to challenge you to think about these additional things in a way that, in my opinion, is more important than whether or not it fits within your budget. And that is, does the membership or sponsorship align with your core mission and goals? If you answer no to that question, then you need to seriously evaluate why you're even considering the opportunity. That, of course, means that you have to understand your own core mission and your own goals for your business and for your own personal and professional life. So if you feel like there is a hiccup there, that there's something that's telling you that maybe this is not in great alignment with what you're trying to achieve or isn't going to help you further your cause down that path, then this is probably not the right thing for you to do. So if you answer yes to that, then let's take the next step and say, so why are you considering it? What does the membership, sponsorship, conference, educational opportunity, what is it going to bring to your business? Are you going to learn something new? Are you going to expand your network? Are you going to be able to find new prospects? So the next thing that you need to think about in answering that, especially if it's a related to a, to a group of people, is do they match your target audience? You want to be in the room with people that is who you want to work with. Now that it could also mean that you want to be in the room with people that are going to challenge you to do more and challenge you to do better. And that, may, that might be a slightly different intention of why it is you're looking to join. So maybe you're looking at joining a mastermind, for example. And so the intent behind joining a mastermind is likely more along the lines of you're looking for it as a professional development opportunity. And it is your chance to up-level yourself and push you to the next step of where you want to be. And maybe they are a group of people that represent areas of your business that are not your strong suit. Then that's probably a good place for you to be. But if your goal is to meet people who are prospective clients and they don't match up with your target audience, then your, your goals are in conflict with why you were considering joining that organization or that mastermind group. Another thing you should look at is how does the organization promote themselves and the value that they bring to their members or sponsors. So if you're going to provide them with a sum of money, what are you getting back in return? Are you getting things like access to professional development opportunities? Is your name then going to be listed in their membership list? And is it categorized according to the type of businesses that you represent? And are they somehow going to give you promotional opportunities maybe? I mean, there's a number of things that could be on the table that they could offer as additional value to your, their members or to their conference attendees. I encourage you to really look at those and see how do they align with what your goals are and do they check off some boxes in those tactics that you need to have in place or that you've identified that will help you take those next steps forward. And if they do, then this is probably a good indication that you're on the right track. Why is this opportunity beneficial to you? For example, is it going to open the doors for you to meet a new segment of your target audience? Or is it going to increase the community awareness for your organization and provide you an opportunity to shine a light on a cause that is important to you personally? That right there might be a valid reason and a very important reason of why you would make the step towards supporting the organization or attending a conference. 
If you're considering renewing a membership or a sponsorship, look back at it retrospectively. So for example, if you've been involved with the organization or the the sponsor for a couple of years, what have you gotten from it? If your intent to begin with was to go in there and meet potential new clients, have you gotten any new clients from it? Or have they helped you get to new clients? Maybe they become a referral source for you and then that is a value that they're bringing to the table for you. But if you have not been able to track any kind of return on investment that matches up with what it is that you'd hope to achieve through being part of that organization or, or membership sponsorship opportunity, then maybe you need to step back and say, this isn't the right fit for me anymore. My organization is not benefiting in the way that I'd hoped it would and there are new opportunities on the horizon for us that I need to consider or that we as an organization need to consider and pause and consider whether or not those opportunities are better than what you're getting from the one that you're part of. We're bombarded with opportunities to spend our time and our money with any of these types of expenditures, but look at them in a way that you can flip them from being an expenditure to being an asset, because that's really what we want to do. We want to get away from that idea of that what we've defined and put into this bucket that we know as being marketing or that that has been predisposed as being this idea of marketing. We don't want it associated with being a sunk cost or one that we have a bad feeling in the pit of our stomach or that we end up regretting making that investment. We want those decisions to be put in the asset column of a spreadsheet or of a balance sheet as opposed to the expenditure column. So you want to find ways to find value in them. So if you dig a little deeper and think about what is the value that I'm getting from this. And if I went into an organization or a membership, say within a a networking group that you have an annual fee that you need to pay to be part of, what is the value of achieving an individual client out of that? And if that value exceeds what you pay annually, which hopefully it would, then you're achieving a positive return on that investment. However, if you're paying year after year and you're not finding any business out of it, then it's not, it's not showing you any reward and it is falling in that expense column. And then think about it. This isn't an expenditure that I want to take, but you aren't canceling it either. Why is that? If you can't show the return on that investment and it's not meeting your expectations, you probably need to walk away from it. If you do feel like you're meeting individuals who fit your target market, but you haven't converted any of them to clients, maybe you need to think about what you are doing and what you could do differently. Maybe you could take them out for coffee or go to lunch with them and really know those members better. Find out what motivates them. Really get into the relationship building mode. You have to take some accountability into what you're doing with that organization to make it worthwhile because especially if you've identified this is a group of people that are my ideal client set, take some ownership in what it is you're doing and identify what you could do differently. If it continues to not work, then maybe it is the right time for you to walk away from that from that opportunity. But my guess is that as you continue to nurture and put some time and attention into that group, you'll probably find that you'll start seeing some positive return. 
So another thing I would encourage you to do when thinking about evaluating the opportunity costs associated with these ideas is what are the benefits that you're going to receive as a member or sponsor? Here's some examples that you might see. Inclusion in or access to a membership list, networking, professional development, committee work to get to know other members and increase awareness of you and your brand, member or sponsor recognition, and this could be in the form of an advertisement, social media, or press release mentions, opportunities to host events at your place of business, publishing opportunities on newsletters and websites, or maybe even you get some member discounts through others that are part of that same organization. So then if you have those opportunities in front of you, you have these member benefits, these perks that you get, are you really taking advantage of them? If you are and you're committed to taking advantage of those benefits in the future, outline a strategy to evaluate those benefits on a regular basis and how well you are capitalizing on those opportunities. And look at it from the perspective of, is there more that I could do that's not taking me away from what it is I've, that I need to do in other aspects of my business, but that I could put a little bit more effort into this one and make it benefit me even more? But if you look at that list of member benefits and you think, ah, none of these are really all that important to me. I don't see me adding these additional things to my calendar or making an effort to do this then maybe it is time for you to walk away from that organization or, or, or that conference opportunity. I mentioned that there are opportunities for you to be more proactive in what it is that you're doing and create your own return on investment. You've committed to going to a conference. You've committed to being a member of an organization. What is it that you can do to be more proactive when it comes to these things? I read a book a while ago. It's called The Girl's Guide to Starting Your Own Business. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. In one of the chapters of the book, they do a really nice job of talking about just the same subject. And they talk about how you can create your own return. Here are just a few summary points that they share in the book. Actually attend the programs that are offered by that professional organization. So for example, if you've joined the chamber and you're not going to any of the events that they put on and you're not putting in some value or in some work, to actually capitalize on that chamber membership, like you're not going to their business PMs, you're not going to their roundtable luncheons or their annual banquet, you're probably not going to get anything out of it and you're going to feel like mm, this, was, this was yet another sunk cost. Well, flip the switch on that. Review the annual calendar. Pick out a couple of them that you want to attend or maybe look at it from a quarterly basis and say, I'm going to commit to attend two roundtable luncheons this quarter and four or five of their ribbon cuttings. But really think about what is it that you can put into this that's going to make it more positive for you. Network with the members. Likely you've gotten a list of attendees or a membership list. Go through that. Identify some people that you want to get to know and invite them to lunch or invite them to have coffee. This is a national organization. Set aside a half an hour and do a virtual cup of coffee meeting with them. Schedule a time on, on their calendars. Do a Zoom call. Get yourself a good beverage to sit down with and just have a conversation about who they are and what they do and how, how you can serve them. How can you help them? Maybe you know somebody that would be beneficial for them to be in touch with. Find ways to be able to offer value in that conversation, but make the effort to get to know others in, that, in the organization that you're part of. Volunteer for committees or become a mentor. 
When I started my business seven years ago, almost eight now, I made the decision to join an organization locally, which was our American Advertising Federation chapter. I hadn't been involved with it much prior to that, even though I could have easily been a member. I think I was maybe for a year or so, but I didn't really do a whole lot with it. But when I went out on my own, I knew that I needed to expand the network of people that were within the industry because I was going to need to know video editors, web developers, web designers, graphic designers. I needed to expand that reach of people that I knew because I knew I was going to need that going into doing client work. So a great way for me to do that was to get involved with the American Advertising Federation. I ended up volunteering to chair a committee for them, the education committee. I met people throughout the academics areas in our community because I was working with trying to generate more student involvement. I served on that committee for a couple of years, then I moved into being the vice president of the, of the club, and I served one year as the club president. Over the course of the next six years, I was very involved with the organization at multiple levels, and I got to meet a huge number of people. So now, when I am in a situation where I need a web developer or a graphic designer, I know more than one or two people. I know 10, 15 people that I could call on or that I can say, you know what, my client needs this, and I know this one is more talented or more skilled in this area than what somebody else is, or maybe it's the personality of the client that I'm trying to match up with the personality and the work style of of who I want to refer them to. Because ultimately, that's helping me do my business, and it's helping my clients do the work that they need to get done better. And I achieved that by putting some time and effort into a professional organization that helped me learn and grow and develop out my network. So the next thing I kind of doubled up with that is the next thing on their list was get on a board of directors, either locally, regionally, or nationally. I've also been involved with a national organization who have, their board members are from all over the country. They have regular board retreats. They do a lot of Zoom meetings, I'm assuming, video conferencing, however it is that they get their work done throughout the course of the year. But they do an excellent job then of putting together a national conference and they are all over the country. But how did they do that? They started as members. They worked themselves up through the ranks. They've developed rapport and relationships with individuals across all levels of the organization. And now they're part of that National Board of Directors. Offer to speak or submit articles. So likely if you're attending a conference or if there's a a professional association that does a conference that you attend on an annual basis, I can guarantee you that at some point, several months before their, that conference, they're sending out a request for, for speakers. So think about what is it that you could speak on and how could that help move you forward as a valued member of that organization and position you as an expert within that niche that you want to talk about. But you can also start locally. Find opportunities. If you're a member of the chamber or you're a member of an economic development group, likely they are looking for people to come in and speak and do lunch and learns, you know, just some general educational type seminars. And I'm sure that you have a a topic that you can talk about passionately for a half an hour that then provides value back to the others in the organization and in turn brings value to you because you've been able to contribute more to that organization and eventually show a greater return on your investment to being part of it. 
The last one on this list I think is really important too, but I see people fall with this one a lot, and that is if you're sponsoring an event, attend the event. That's where I see people fall. They give an organization a check for a sponsorship. They give them access to their logos, their colors, their taglines. Then they don't show up to the event themselves. Do you see the disconnect that happens in the minds of the people who are attending those events? If they're not seeing somebody from the organization there, but their logos are plastered all over everything within the banquet hall, what do you think they're thinking? Why am I not seeing people here? Well, they must not have been that interested in it, but they just gave them money. So it's a superficial gift. They start questioning the your reasoning behind the, your support, that maybe it was just on the surface and that you're not really that committed to it. Who knows the number of stories that could be made up in an individual's mind by not seeing someone there, but the logo is everywhere. But do me a favor and don't do that. If it's important enough for you to be able to write a check and give them access to the lo your logo, which is an important asset of your business, it should also be important enough for you or some member of your organization to take a few hours out and attend the event. So in summary, all of these things, all of these ideas that I'm planting or that I'm challenging you to think about as it relates to sponsoring event, joining an organization, attending a conference, they all come back to understanding how it connects with your purpose and how does it reflect the goals that you have in mind for your organization, the goals that you have in mind for your personal and professional development, and ultimately your why. If they're going to feed those things and grow them and help nurture them and allow you to flourish more both in business and personally, go for it. Do it. But if there's any inkling that you're thinking, eh, I'm not sure this is the thing I should do, take a step back, hit the pause button, pull out that worksheet that you can download, and take a look at it. If you get more yeses than you do noes, go for it. You should do it. If you have more no's, there's better opportunities out there for you. I know that there are. You just need to look for them. So if you're interested in getting that worksheet, you can download it both off of the show notes or you can get it directly by going to this, this web address. It's bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y backslash is it worth the dollars. Download it. Write down notes all over it. Maybe make a few copies of it because we all know we get, we get a lot of opportunities in front of us. Next week, I'm going to talk with Erica Olaf about strength finders and how we can use and leverage our strengths to be able to do, do more in our lives. So as a hint to you, my top five strengths, and we'll talk about this with Erica, my top five are woo, communication, adaptability, empathy, and individualization. I have my thoughts about all of those and how they tie back into my why, my purpose. And I'll talk with Erica about what she feels about that as well. Have a great week. This has been the Pursuit of Purpose podcast presented by Austin Marketing. For show notes, links, and more, go to www.amyaustinmarketing.com. 
You can subscribe to the show and leave a rating review on iTunes and Stitcher. Thanks for listening.